welcome to another episode of Dazed and Confused. Thank you very much for joining me this morning. Um, it's Friday, it's almost the weekend. I do apologise if there is weird sound going on on this broadcast. Hopefully there's not. There's um, a, a weird abnormally thing going on with StreamYard today. Not sure what it is. Um, I'm, I'm fairly certain it's my fault because my computer kind of went a bit weird a minute ago, but whatever. We are now live, we're here, we're here to answer your questions about social media, about video, whatever your questions might be, chuck them into the comments, whatever platform you're watching on, I will get to see them, be it Twitter, Periscope, YouTube, any of the Facebook groups, stick them into the comments and we can have a uh, chat about whatever your questions might be. Those burning questions that are sticking in the back of your head at the moment, you're like, what do I do about that? What do I do about this? Stick them into the questions, stick them into the comments, and we'll do our best to answer them. And if you're watching on the replay right now or listening to the podcast, you can email me your questions. Or if you're watching the replay on the video, go into the comments, just put hashtag replay, and then type your question in that way instead. And we can get to the questions that way as well. Okay. The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints, and great content ideas. Uh, so what are we going to be talking about today? Well, today is Bring Your Manners to Work Day. So many people forget to bring their manners anywhere in this day and age, especially to the world of social media. There are trolls on all different types of content, stuff where you're just like, why are you trolling? This is just not human and other things where you're just like it's funny but what's the point and trolls just are for those who don't know what a troll is are people who will come to your content and just try to belittle it or belittle you or take something away from it uh, rather than actually allow you to just get on and create your content and give value and if you've got a troll, actually, it means you've made it because there's a very good chance that they wouldn't have found your content otherwise because they're not your customer. And that's the first thing to kind of remember, really, about trolls is they aren't your customer. They're not there to buy from you. You're not aiming your content at them. They just happen to have found your content and are consuming it. So if you're getting a troll who's consuming your content on a regular basis, there's lots of ways to look at it. And I'm going to come, go across a few of those. But just generally on social media, you always need to bring your manners. You always need to bring your P's and Q's. And I don't mean going on there and not swearing or, or going on there and not being yourself. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is that when somebody sends you a direct message on Twitter, have the common courtesy to go back to them and respond to them and be another human. Remember that no matter how big your audience is, even if you're getting thousands upon thousands of messages every single day, you started at zero. And when you were tweeting or putting out content on Instagram or TikTok or Snapchat or LinkedIn or wherever it might be before you became this big influencer with a huge audience, at some point or another, you had a small audience and you were going back to people on a regular basis. And then at another point, you got to a little bit bigger and you were still going back to people, maybe not to everybody, but still going back to people on a regular basis. And those people were over the moon when they got a message from you because they'd got a message from somebody who they'd messaged and that they look up to. And then you get to a certain stage where you actually stop doing that. And what is it that stops you from doing that? Why? Is it just because you're getting hundreds of thousands of messages and you're thinking, well, I can't respond to them all, so I won't respond to any? Well, that's a really bad form to take, really. We're all human. And you've got to remember, the bigger you are, the more important, the more special that message coming back from you to that one person will actually be. 
And there's a chance then that person could potentially become a customer or keep sharing your content to their audience so more and more people can get to see it. But if you don't go back to them, then, then what's going to happen? And I'm not suggesting you have to go back to every single message that you get, but it's nice to go back to people. So when you're getting direct messages, when you're getting people tweeting you or retweeting or somebody sharing your content on YouTube or somebody commenting on your content on YouTube or commenting on your videos on TikTok, whatever, make sure you go back to people. Even if it's a plain and simple, thank you so much for commenting um, and enjoying my content, whatever it might be. And even if they're coming back with something derogatory, make sure you go back to them as well. You don't have to go back in an argumentative format. The one way that I like to go back to trolls in my mindset is understanding that in my head, number one, they must be in a really bad place to feel the need to go off and troll people's content and tell you that you're crap. But the most important thing for me to remember and for you to remember, I think, is that the algorithm on the platform that they are trolling you on does not recognize between good and bad comments. So they could be writing, you're a load of rubbish, blah, 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 blah. They are commenting on your content. It is still interaction. The algorithm doesn't sit there and go, oh, well, this person's a troll. It sits there and goes, well, this person's interacting. So then you can engage them in a conversation. You can try and get more out of them. If they're saying your content's rubbish, then try and improve from it. Maybe they're right. You don't know. But what you do is you go back to them and say, well, thank you so much for your comment. What is it you think was rubbish about my content? And then if they're a true troll, they'll come back and tell you. And you open up this dialogue where there's lots of commenting going on, lots of conversation going on, and the algorithm sees the conversation and goes, this content must be really good. There's lots of conversations going on here. I'm going to push it a little bit further. It doesn't see that Bob was actually trolling you in the first place, and you're having a conversation with Bob to understand why he was trolling you. It just sees interaction on your content. So in your head, you've got to remove yourself from this point of view of, oh, no, somebody's trolling me and they hate me and they don't like me. As long as they're not getting horrifically personal, then just like, dive back in there and comment back to them or what have you. Don't get arsy with them. Don't go down to their level. Don't stoop to their level, but respond to them. Build that level of communication so that there is either a potential that you turn them around and they start liking your content or that they keep having a conversation with you and your con content keeps getting pushed further and further and further. That, this is how I like to kind of work with a troll because I just look at their content on my content, like their comments and stuff like that, as interaction with my content. It's helping my content reach a wider audience. So rather than going onto their comment and going, well, fuck you, my response is to go onto there and say, thank you so much for commenting. You're helping my content reach a wider audience. What is it you think that's rubbish? And then if they come back to you, then brilliant. And if they don't, they don't. What have you lost out? Um, I mean, another ethos that I, I live with in my head, but I know this one's not as easy for people to kind of get around sometimes, is that it's none of my business why anybody else thinks of me. So anybody watching this piece of live content right now might be thinking, what on earth is this guy doing? I've known him for years. He just looks like a dick. He was, oh, what a plonker. Why is he bothering going live on a regular basis? I don't care. I don't care if somebody comments something good. I don't care if somebody com comments something bad. It's lovely when somebody comments something good, but it doesn't make me who I am. And it doesn't make what I've got to say any more powerful than it was without that comment. So hopefully people are always going to get value from it. So if you're watching this right now and you've got trolls, 
It's none of your business what anybody else thinks of you. So it doesn't matter. In the grand scheme of things, it really doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter what they're saying. It doesn't matter what they're writing, how they're interacting with your content. If you are happy creating the content you are creating and you're doing it because you've got passion and you love it, keep doing it because they're helping your content reach a wider audience. So forget about the trolls. Remember, they're not your customer. They're not your di direct market. They're not your avatar for your content. If you're just trying to create content that's funny and they're just not really interested in it, doesn't matter. They're not your avatar. They're not the person you're aiming your content at, but they are finding your content and commenting on it and helping it reach a wider audience. So just work with trolls that way and work with trolls to kind of trick them into helping your content reach a wider, wider audience rather than going hell for leather in there and going, well, who the hell do you think you are, Bob? Because you're wrong and I'm right and blah, 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 blah. Open up a conversation. Be a normal human being. Bring your manners to work. You've got to treat social media like your everyday work. So bring your manners to work and make sure that you are polite on social media. So yes, trolls exist. Yes, you can treat trolls in a certain way. Use a troll to help your content reach a wider audience. But don't forget on social media as well to always go back to those people. Even when you're getting thousands of messages, go back to people who are commenting on your content, tweeting you, retweeting it, sharing it, sharing it on Facebook, sharing your videos elsewhere. All those kind of things are really nice interactions. And even if you spent just 15 minutes a day, imagine how many people you could just write the quick message of, Thank you so much for commenting on my content. Thank you so much for sharing my content. Imagine how many people you could talk to in just 15 minutes. Think about how quickly you type a text message. How quickly could you do that on each social media channel? Just go to each of your social media channels, spend two or three minutes on each one, and just respond to a bunch of people if you're getting loads and loads of messages. You will make a lot of people's days. And you'll open up conversations. You'll find new things out. You may find people who you want to work with. You just never know. So hopefully, after this broadcast right now, you're going to go away and start bringing your manners to social media, just like today's Bring Your Manners to Work Day. Okay, very quickly, we're going to go through a couple of questions. I'm not sure exactly how this is sounding at the moment um, because, like I say, StreamYard went a little bit funny on me. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping that it's working okay. We will see, fingers crossed. Um, okay, so um, I got some questions through on email. Uh, Kenny asks the question, and this is an interesting one, actually, because it's nothing to do with social media, but I thought I'd answer it anyway. Uh, when you're hiring new creators and contractors as for your team, what are some of the top traits and characteristics you look for? Somebody I can get along with. It's as simple as that. Because if we're going to be working in close quarters, then you really definitely need to be getting on with them and, and have a good relationship with them and somebody who's kind of got the same mindset as you and ethos as you and works well around you. Um, and sometimes it's almost like a case of, well, I'm going to be filming. I want a behind-the-scenes photography. You want somebody who's actually not really going to make themselves seen and just kind of get on with their work, do their thing while I'm filming, whatever it might be. Um, so for me, it's just fun. I think we're back. Hopefully we'll... with and, and an asset to, to working with as well. 
Um, I, I have no idea what's going on with this broadcast today. <laughs> Fingers crossed it's actually going out live. Um, Jenny asks the question, when you say about being everywhere, if you can, um, I try, but my audience, which is female and 40 plus, isn't on Instagram. So should I still post on the platform? Yes, because you're wrong, Jenny, <laughs> for the simple fact. Um, I, I mean, obviously, I don't know exactly who your audience is. So I, I could be wrong myself right now. But you saying that your audience is female and 40 plus pretty much guarantees in my head that they are most definitely on Instagram. 100%. They will have the Instagram app. My mum is 78. She has the Instagram app. My sister is in her 50s. She's got her the Instagram app. My wife is 37. She's not quite over 40 yet, but she's probably still within your market range. She's got the Instagram app. The fastest growing market on Instagram right now because the youngsters are leaving the app in their droves to go to TikTok and other apps of the same ilk are 50-year-old plus women um, taking photographs of themselves in selfie positions and, and so on and so forth, especially during this this weird climate that we've been in recently. Um, a lot more women are using things like Instagram and Pinterest and pl platforms like that. So you saying that your audience is female and they're 40 plus, but they're not on Instagram, I'd, I'd, I'd like to bet that they are. Um, and that you should definitely be posting content on there. Um, the rule I try to stick to, Jenny, is that I want people and my clients and my customers and anybody who's watching this to understand that I am not saying put all your eggs into one basket. I want you to scatter around, but I'm not saying evenly scatter around. I want you to put 70 to 75%, maybe even 80% of your effort into the one platform where you know your audience is and you're getting the best return on investment. And when I say return on investment, I mean when you put a piece of content out, plenty of people are interacting with that content. That way you know your audience is seeing your content. The people who you want to see your content are seeing it, they're interacting with it, they're commenting, they're sharing, they're liking, so on and so forth. That's where you put a majority of your effort. What I'm saying is that Instagram, as one of the other platforms that you could be using, is somewhere you should also still be posting content. You don't forget about all these other great platforms just because one is giving you return on investment. You put a big investment of your time into the one giving you the return on investment, absolutely. But remember that if LinkedIn is where your audience is and you're getting the best ROI on there, that there's still a potential of your audience being on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, and TikTok, and Snapchat, and Medium, and blogging, and Tumblr, and everything else that there is out there. So just remember that these other platforms still exist, and there are still people consuming content on those platforms. It could be a podcast, whatever it might be. So put most of your effort into one channel, and then split the remaining effort into these other channels so that you're creating content for those other people. Remember, social media is all about friction. And I go on about this a lot, but social media is all about friction. You are creating a level of friction with every type of content that you create and wherever you post that piece of content. If you have a great blog and you put it on your Facebook business page, that's fine. The people who follow your Facebook business page are likely to stop and maybe have a read of it if they're into blogs. But what if A, I don't like blogs, or B, I don't like Facebook particularly, so I don't go on there that often. So I'm not following your business page on Facebook. 
Or maybe I am a huge fan of Facebook, but I've not found you on Facebook yet. But I still need to consume that content because what you're talking about is what I've been talking about recently, but I'm not going to stumble across your content because I've never found your company in the past before. But I might find you on Twitter where I actually follow you. But if you don't tell anybody that that blog exists on Twitter, then they're not going to find that content. There's friction everywhere. So you have to create that content and put that content in lots and lots of different places to try and remove that friction. That's why I try and get my clients to work through my How to Nine Times Your Social Media process, which is you plan your content, you write a blog on your content, you do live video about your content, you edit that live video into short form content, you edit that video into memes, you edit that video into a podcast, you edit that video into short form audio content that you can use on things like Twitter, etc. You edit that video into lots and lots of other stuff so that you can use it over and over and over again for an entire week and then you start the process again. And you can post it in lots of different places. So then you have videos that you can post on Instagram and on Twitter and on TikTok and on Snapchat. You have written pieces that you can post as blogs on your website or as a post on Facebook or as an article on LinkedIn or as an article on Medium or as a blog post on Tumblr. You've got audio that you can post as a podcast on SoundCloud or on Anchor or on iTunes or on Spotify or on Google Music. All these different places, but you can't do that unless you're trying to remove the friction. So Jenny, try to remove the friction. As much as you're convinced your audience isn't on Instagram, number one, I pretty much bet they are, knowing who they are. But even if it's a smaller audience than where your normal return on investment is, still, yes, you should be posting content there. You just don't put as much effort into posting on Instagram as you would where you're going to get the most return on investment from your social media posting. Okay. Hopefully, you've got some uh, value from that, Jenny, and uh, that makes sense, fingers crossed. Um, I'm apologizing right now if this has been a bit of a weird mishmash sound uh, when you've been listening to it. Um, like I say, StreamYard's gone a little bit funny on me today. Um, I think it was my computer that went funny and then caused StreamYard to go funny. But anyway, thank you so much for those of you who have tuned in and out, in and out uh, through the broadcast. Um, it kind of makes me think that it has gone a bit weird. But anyway, thank you for watching. If you are brand new and you've never watched any of my content before, please hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're watching on. Uh, let me know that you're out there as well by commenting while you're watching on the replay. Make sure you put hashtag replay into your comments. And uh, if you're listening on the podcast, you can drop me any questions you want. Go into the description box below and uh, click on my email address and send me an email. And we'll do our best to answer as many of your questions as we can in the next live, which will be on Monday when I am back officially on Daddy Daycare duty as well. So it should be an interesting one. But until then, though, have a great rest of your weekend. Thanks ever so much for watching, like I say, and uh, stay safe. It's still weird out there. It's still an odd situation. Um, and yeah, I want to see as many of you come back to the broadcast on Monday. So have a good weekend and I'll see you then. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.